Hello, welcome to the I Want to Meet Nikola Tesla podcast, episode 18. Today I have a very special guest, Serena. Thank you for coming on today. How are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me. Thank you very much for coming on. So uh, I've been exploring people's uh, carnivore diet journeys. Um, it's something that's had a profound impact on my life. I, I call it, uh, it's enabled me to regain my health sovereignty. So I'm not dependent on any medication for my IBS. Um, would you like to share your story with the carnivore diet? How you found, come to find out about it, where it started for you and where you are now? Sure. Um, yeah, it's kind of a long story, but um, we're going to go back to my childhood. <laughs> so I, I grew up with asthma and very severe asthma and um, spent, you know, many, many nights in the ER getting breathing treatments and things like that. Um, I also suffered with constipation like most of my life. And uh, <clears throat> then in my my 20s, I developed migraines. My mother had migraines and um, I started getting those more frequently. And I started, um, <clears throat> started thinking, what can I do to improve my health? So, you know, I started cutting out toxins from my life, like making my own um, beauty products, deodorants, and like uh, natural cleaning products. And um, I got into essential oils and then I eventually got into... Um, vegetarian diet <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so this is around 2010-2011 I started cutting out meat and at first I felt great um, I was just eating you know strictly plants lots of beans lots of lentils um, tons of vegetables I did well for a while but then I um, <clears throat> started developing very bad IBS. Um, one of the reasons that I wanted to do a vegetarian diet was to hopefully improve my constipation. Well, it did, but um, <clears throat> it, it just, I ended up with a complete opposite problem. Uh, over the years, I ended up to where I had severe IBS. I was on the toilet uh, at least 10 times a day I started losing weight. Um, I became underweight. I was uh, about 96 pounds. My doctor couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. He suggested possibly is psychosomatic. Um, I had eczema all over my face. My, um, my, sometimes my eyes would be swollen shut. It was just very inflamed, very painful. Um, let's see, my migraines got worse. Uh, I ended up with chronic migraine. I had migraines at least 15 days of the month. And when I didn't have a migraine, I was recovering from one or hung over from the last migraine or from the medications for, for the migraines. And I started you know, doing more research, reading. I, I was still vegetarian at this time. Um, I came across a book by Dr. Amy Myers called the autoimmune solution, I believe. And she was talking, I learned a lot from that book, but she, she talked about how she was vegetarian as well. And she just had to face the fact that like food can be medicine and she had to reintroduce meat. And I, I, I tried everything, um, <clears throat> but oh, actually, you know, I should go back a little bit before this. Um, I found my doctor couldn't figure out what was wrong with my intestines. I had an EGD, um, you know, where they put the scope down and um, they couldn't identify anything. Um, I ended up going to a um, naturopathic doctor and she, she, I had a SIBO test and turns out I had severe SIBO. I had, you know, a lot of uh, bloating and um, belching and like, I, I would look like six months pregnant at least and it was very painful and um, <clears throat> let's see she put me on some herbal remedies um, I, I did I went through years of taking herbal all these herbal therapies and 
they didn't like they kind of kept things at bay but they didn't really solve the problem um <clears throat> then i you know i've got like a library of books that i ended up buying trying to learn about what i could do for my health because doctors couldn't help me so um let's see i I heard you speak of the book Breaking Vicious Cycle. That is one of the books that I started with as well. And so, you know, I, I did that diet. I've done um, the specific carbohydrate diets. I did all of those um, low FODMAP, everything. I had like sheets, like 10 sheets of paper on my refrigerator, just like telling me how much I could have of each vegetable or fruit. And it, it was just, a nightmare just um, trying to plan my food <laughs> but you know I kept losing weight even though I was eating two to three thousand calories a day kept losing weight and um, couldn't really go anywhere because of the IBS <laughs> it, it was I can relate. Um, <clears throat> then the migraines they were just out of control like I got to a point where I basically had no life I could just lay on the couch and I, I couldn't really do anything and then, um, let's see. So the, the SIBO, when I, had, when I was diagnosed with the SIBO, the herbs didn't really help much. Um, finally, a GI doctor prescribed me Zyfaxin, um, Rifamaxin. It's an antibiotic for SIBO. What's and, SIBO, sorry? Oh, okay. It's um, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Okay. And it's, um, it, it can be caused by... a I don't know, they're not really 100% sure, but it's basically overgrowth of bacteria in your small intestine, which is not supposed to be there. Okay. So it causes a lot of digestive issues, um, <clears throat> bloating, belching, diarrhea. Um, some people have constipation with it. And um, <clears throat> well, you know, my history of constipation throughout my life kind of like led me to believe that there's something wrong with my diet from, you know, throughout my life. Yeah. I had some more allergy testing done and found out that I was allergic to gluten, allergic to corn and some other things. So I cut those out, um, had a, a small amount of improvement, but you know, nothing major. And um, sorry, my story's a little- No, that's fine. story before. So yeah. Place. But um, let's see. Um, yeah, things just kept getting worse, and um, <clears throat> so I, so I had that um, an the antibiotic for the SIBO, and it helped um, a lot. Like I had a flat belly for the first time in years, but it it came back, of course, because I was following the the low FODMAP diet and everything, but it was just not enough. So. Um, <clears throat> And I had no energy and I ended up um, following, well, I was um, reading something from Dave Asprey and he, you know, he's talking a lot about uh, the ketogenic diet. So, and all the energy that people get from this diet. So I was like, okay, like, maybe I'll give that a try. And I did. And the very first month I went from over 15 migraines per month to four. <laughs> wow. That was pretty life-changing. Yeah, um, I bet. Yeah. And so I was able to finally start working out again a little bit, you know, I was, you know, kind of being careful, but um was able to start lifting weights again and um, doing more things. I just, it was just life-changing. We, let's see, um, continued that. that. That was in January of 2016. 17 and then in uh, around what was it, October November of 2017 I my husband told me about he's like I listened to this Joe Rogan podcast and he had this doctor on and he just eats meat and he had all sorts of health improvements and I'm like oh, that's crazy yeah <laughs> so, um, so I just listened to it so I did and it was it was pretty convincing <laughs> but i'm like you you need fruits and vegetables like i don't know this is kind of sounds too good to be true 
So yeah. um, I, I started reading more about it, trying to find what I could online. And um, I read some, some of what Amber O'Hearn had out there. And, you know, she's, she was pretty convincing as well. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. What do I have to lose? Um, because, you know, I still had, I still had around four migraines a month. My digestion was, is not good. Like I could, I, I don't digest vegetables. Like, um, you see, you know, plant matter in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't break down. And I, I don't know. I don't know if that's just me or everyone. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I decided to give that a try and I felt great for the first like month, month and a half. But then, you know, a, a lot of people were like uh, in these groups, they say, eat, eat as much as you want. Don't restrict yourself. And um, I, I did. And I, I was eating all day, which is, you know, might work for some people, but it was bad for me. Okay. I just started to start feeling horrible and um, like a lot of brain fog and, um, I felt kind of dumb. Like, um, I was yeah. in school, taking my prerequisites for the nursing program, and like I, I got my first F on an exam I've ever had in my life, and I'm like, okay, something's not right. So yeah. after after three months, um, I I decided to you know reintroduce vegetables, and yeah, it didn't help my digestive problems. Like things got worse, but. Um, <clears throat> You know, I didn't realize I was having a lot of histamine reactions as well. And uh, so anyway, I, I decided to reintroduce vegetables, but are you familiar with keto gains? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. It's, um, it's, a, it's kind of like a ketogenic community. Um, there's a Facebook and Reddit and everything yeah. for it. But, um, but they promote, that their whole um, idea is like use, you know, moderate protein protein is a target and fat is a lever like if you need to lose weight you know cut up cut out more fat and if you need to gain weight you can add more fat okay. um and carbohydrates are um, restricted um, yep. so I, I started following that approach and um they they also promote a high intake of salt and, um, you know, whenever I started that approach, I, I just did um, very few vegetables. I did um, broccoli, um, some berries, and avocados. That's pretty much it. So, yeah. and then um, I always felt very hungry on a ketogenic diet. So right. um, I, I was eating about. This is what you were five. saying. You were eating a lot on the diet. You always felt hungry, right? Yes, I was eating. Yeah. You know, I was eating really high fat before I went to the keto keto gains um, style, and about eighty five percent of my diet was uh, fat. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> was just always hungry. So once I, you know, started doing more protein, less fat, started feeling better, and uh, I wasn't doing very many vegetables anyway. But I continued this for a while, and I was doing pretty well. But um, you know. I would still listen to podcasts like from Sean Baker. And one day he had this, this doctor on Paul Saladino and he had a very convincing argument for the carnivore diet. And like really thought about that. And then, and then I heard another podcast on there with uh, Dr. Uh, oh gosh, Nadir Ali, okay. the cardiologist. And he's promoting this as well. And I'm like, okay, maybe I should give this another try. So I did, and I did it. I did it differently this time. I didn't eat all day. I um, just had two to three meals a day, no snacking. Um, but I would eat enough to be completely satisfied during those meals. Um, and it was it was amazing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I started. Um, I started having more energy and my digestive issues have improved dramatically. Oh yeah. I should mention that um, while on the keto gains style ketogenic diet, you know, they were promoting like heavy salt intake 
and, and electrolytes, I did that and my migraines like completely went away. I didn't have, I didn't have a migraine at all for over a year until I was forced to have a flu vaccination from my nursing school. And I had a migraine the next day lasted for three days and it was debilitating. Wow. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I've been sticking with the carnivore, carnivore diet this time around. Um, and I, I can't imagine myself going back. Uh, it's, it was great. Yeah, that's, that's an incredible story. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Um, just for like, I've had one friend who I know who's dealt with migraines and it's like, it's something like, it's, it's hard to describe maybe for some people that like, uh, and, and to imagine you're basically like, from my understanding, it's like you, you basically like in so much pain, you basically can't function when you're going through yeah. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, as far as I know, it's like, there's not much in the way of like treatment. I know very little about migraine. Um, uh, I, I just have one, I just know of one person who's dealt with them. And as far as I know, the, the very little in terms of treatment. So it's amazing that you've been able to. So now since carnivore as well and keto, you've been living without it, which must feel like for you, you get your life back, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah so um, I, I had no life. Um, you know, it, it was really bad. But uh, I was able to, you know, I got my life back. I'm able to, I'm, I'm in school right now, um, full time at a university and I have one semester left after this one and I'll have, I'll be 40 finally, <laughs> finally with my bachelor's degree. But um, Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that is, that is so good. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that story. It's so awesome to hear. And like, uh, if, if, um, if someone's listening, we might be dealing with like, I know, so that's something I haven't touched on before. Like I know I, I can relate to what you were talking about with the, um, with the IBS. That's something that um, I went through and like, I was always like sort of kind of like you, you know, like something uh, I, I was sort of like trying with different diets, but like, I was never really sure. Um, my experience with the doctors was they told me like, it's the medications helping you. It's not the diet. So then I was always sort of like, careful about what I ate but like sometimes you know I would I would eat something here and there that I probably shouldn't have before but it was because I I I didn't even have fully faith in the diets that I tried and it it wasn't until like for me at least it was about my a year that I went on to carnivore and it's like I I it feels incredible because like I call it I have my health sovereignty because I I feel like I'm in control and I have a feeling like I know what's going on and um i can listen to my body um Mm -hmm. and and that's 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 really amazing that connection i have to my body um if if there's someone listening coming because that's something i haven't explored so i wanted to explore like the the my the migraine sort of aspect a little bit um uh if 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 you can maybe share like uh i I've had some people talk about this sort of like gut mind connection. Like um, if you have any like thoughts to, to share about that at all. Um, that'd be awesome. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I do think that um, the gut is connected to the brain. Yeah. You know, with the, through the vagus nerve, I believe that's how it works. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think the SIBO, um, you know, I still have that a little bit, but okay. um, is, is, it's way better. I think eventually it will, imp- it'll, it'll be completely resolved. Yeah. It's gradually getting better and better, but yeah. So, um, <laughs> so um, with the SIBO, you, I think, um, you know, with that's, that causes leaky gut yeah. and you've got these particles of food going through um, through the layer of your intestines and um, into your bloodstream and activating your immune system, um, stuff that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. But um, 
I tried probiotics and all sorts of stuff like that, and they did not help me. But um, yeah, so I, I think um, a lot of it is is um, connected to the gut, like leaky gut and everything, causing inflammation yeah. uh, throughout the body. And yeah. for some people, it you know it causes migraines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're still early in the process of like, uh, there's a lot of research to be done. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely like the food that uh, is sort of like in our digestive system. Uh, like, uh, I, I can't believe for so long, like I was seeing uh, doctors and they were kind of like, it wasn't too much focus um, for my, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease and there wasn't too much focus on my diet. Um, but now, like, I can't, I, it's like, wow, like, um, it's like so much time I spent and so much pain. Um, and, and now to be at the place, and I'm sure you can relate to this, where it's basically mm -hmm. like, you can just eat meat and drink water. And like, it's so simple. You, yeah, yeah, it's so simple. Um, and like, yeah, what, what, what do you think um, if there's maybe someone uh listening um and they may be open to the idea um they're, they're curious what, what 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 would you say what would your advice to be on like where to start because it is so simple yet i i think it maybe can be a bit scary and a bit overwhelming maybe the idea of uh just eating meat and drinking water um maybe it is scary for some people i know i love it like and um it, it, it probably um yeah what, what do you think about all under control now <laughs> i hope so cool, cool. Um, well awesome. you when the first time that i tried carnivore um i was kind of worried about not getting fiber yeah because you know we're always we're always taught like you need fiber yeah and uh, when i suffered with chronic constipation I ate so much fiber and my doctor was like, are you getting enough fiber? And I was eating a ton of fiber. I'm like, that's, I'm vegetarian. That's like all I eat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the more fiber I ate, the worse I got and the worse my constipation was. Yeah. But, um, you know, when I, when I did the, the first time with the carnivore, um, I was kind of worried about not getting the fiber yeah. and you know, the mucin layer in the gut and, you know, the importance of that. But um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it works. Um, I, I, I don't, I'm not convinced that you need fiber. And yeah. obviously my, my SIBO is, is improving and uh, my, my gut is healing. And I mean, just try it and you'll see what happens in your life, you know, and that should that should tell you if it's healthy or not. Now, yeah. I should mention another thing that, so I mentioned earlier that I grew up with asthma and well, I've had yeah. asthma. And um, <clears throat> when I was a kid, I was like, sure that this is the way I'm gonna die someday <laughs> with asthma. Because That's scary, know, that's a scary thought. Yeah, so when I was 20, um, I finally got on a medication that has a corticosteroid in it and a long-acting beta agonist and so this basically re reduces the inflammation in your lungs and um, relaxes the muscles in there so you don't get asthma yeah. and th this is a great medication like for me when I first started taking it I was just amazed because I had to use my rescue inhaler all day like every couple of hours wow. and th this medication completely eliminated that so it was you know, it was very effective, but the corticosteroid in it started um, giving me, causing side effects. Yeah. And I was on this, I've been on this drug for about 20 years. And um, <clears throat> so long-term corticosteroid use can um, deplete your bone mineral density and cause osteoporosis. Um, can it depresses your, uh, your adrenal function and can cause all sorts of problems with that. So I developed insomnia, severe insomnia. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know about my, uh, my 
my uh, bone density because my doctor refused to uh, order me a DEXA scan. But I do have suppressed adrenal function. Um, my, my cortisol is very low throughout the day. And then at nighttime, it kind of spikes up, but it's still low. <laughs> yeah. So I, my asthma, after I started the ketogenic diet, my asthma improved dramatically. So I um, talked to my doctor and um, he, he reduced the corticosteroid by half. The, reduce the dose by half and I went like that for a few years and um, several years and then I decided you know I still have insomnia it, it improved it's gradually improving over the years but um, you know you, you, when I was really sick I was getting about two hours of sleep a night and this was for years wow um, yeah after I started a ketogenic diet I got my first eight hour um, night of sleep in years wow. <laughs> yeah um so I knew I was on the right track but yeah. um, you know I think I still have a lot of um, things going on from this from the side effects of this medication so I recently saw my doctor and uh, asked her if I could reduce the corticosteroid even more and she couldn't understand why I would want to. And I explained, you know, my insomnia and things like that. And she, so she did. And I, um, so I went, I started out, it was 200 micrograms and then um, reduced it to 100. And then um, recently she reduced it to 44. And now I'm doing that very, the very lowest dose every other day in um, along with buteco breathing method and my goal is to get off of this medication yeah and, uh, my asthma has been completely under control um yeah so I, I really feel like the carnivore diet is helping with that um like my inflammation is very low yeah that's awesome yeah that i that's that's something that i feel like um for me getting off medications is like it's it feels priceless and just like oh. the feeling to um that's why yeah i'm so happy to hear your story that you, you know you, you got your life back you you're going to you're studying you almost finished um because i think that's that's what it's all about isn't it Get, getting to to better health and it's incredible that like uh you know food food is medicine that's something um that I feel like maybe has been neglected to, to, to look at it that way and treat it that way for a while. And we're seeing these incredible results. Um, and um, it's, it's, I think like, I think the, the, you know, we have these incredible people, like people always mention like uh, how they, that I think that, that, that Joe Rogan, Sean Baker um, it, interview and even with, um, uh, Jordan Peterson must have changed a lot of lives because I'm oh, speaking yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah, it's incredible just how like an idea is so powerful that it can just spread. And it sounds like it was an idea that spread around the whole world and it caused a lot of people to do some research into it. And um, it seems like that that idea has relieved people from a lot of pain. And I, I think I think that's just the beginning. I think me and you were like early adopters. Um, and it, it's 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 only going to spread more and um i'm excited for that and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm sure you are especially since you're you, you you've 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 decided to to go into like as a nurse into the medical field um yeah and, and like do you have any thoughts of what we're up against in the future where we're going with the carnivore diet it's my sort of first like experience as being part of like a diet community i never i never really have been a, a part of before but i've been talking to people like you said you were vegetarian i don't know if you were part of the vegetarian community i've talked to other people who have been part of the vegetarian community and that's something that was really exploded in popularity over the past couple of years. And they were talking about how some of the unhealthy aspects of the com community was maybe that was like uh, dogmatic in the sense that people were like sort of saying, uh, you can't eat any, 
any meat, even if a little bit of meat gave you like, made you nutritionally complete and feel good. It was like sort of religious almost in some aspects of it. And like, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I like that about the commun uh, carnivore community at the moment. We're just focused on, you know, getting bit, like uh, feeling healthier, um, living without pain. Um, and if you're going to have like if you're going to be 80% carnivore like and still eat a bunch of other stuff but that makes you feel better hey that's fine i'm not going to say you can't be part of the community and have your say yeah what do you think well um you know when i was a vegetarian i i couldn't understand why my health wasn't getting better because i was doing everything for myself that i i was told was the healthiest thing to do but um <clears throat> we're clearly we've clearly been um, like misled yeah and in the health community um, doctors nurses we, we all get like basically the same nutrition education yeah. and it's what they taught us was we need 12 servings of grains per day wow um five servings of fruits and vegetables stop <laughs> um he's not happy um, about that <laughs> <laughs> I say he's not happy about the idea of 12 servings of grains, maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my dog's a carnivore. <laughs> bones, but, uh, yeah. um, it, it's insane. And um, I think, I don't, I don't know if the, the medical community is ever going to get there because, you know, the stuff that's in those books um, is, it's, is funded by like pharmaceutical companies yes. and you know, big agriculture and things like that. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Dr. Ken Berry says, you know, it's going to start it, it by, you know, us making yeah. changes in our lives and spreading the word on social media and um, maybe teaching our doctors yeah. what we've learned. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, it's, it's really weird. And, um, and I feel so frustrated, like, uh, you know, in, in nursing school and these patients that I take care of, I see like, seems like most people are diabetic. And uh, for example, there is one, one patient who he, you know, he's in the hospital for another very serious reason, but uh, his blood sugar was like 400. And so we're just giving him like large doses of insulin and he, so they bring him his lunch. And then I see it's, there's a bowl of canned peaches. There's a roll, a bread roll. There's um, some potatoes. And then like, I don't even remember what kind of meat it was, but it was not conducive to like a stable blood sugar. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, um, and he doesn't know. And, they, they're teaching him the same stuff that, you know, they teach us in nursing school. And he's, he, this guy, he says he's got, he raises chickens and, you know, he's got all the eggs, but he doesn't eat them because of his cholesterol. Mm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel so frustrated because I can't, I can't teach them what I know. Yeah. Because it's not you know, we're only supposed to teach like what we've been taught really. Yeah. Um, so I want to get to a point where, uh, you know, I could um, somehow like legally teach patients um, how to improve their health through yeah. diet. So I don't know if that means um, like going through health coaching or being certified in um, something. Yeah. You know, diet related um teaching program or something but um that my passion is to help other people heal themselves with yep. diet and lifestyle um because i don't think that our um medical community is ever going to actually do that we have to take it into our own hands yes i agree with you and um yeah, thank you so much for, for, for sharing that story. Um, and I, I, I can see so much of what you said. I can agree with that so much. It's like sort of like the, the education and it's kind of like the education. It's like you're, you're at the 
you're you're uh, you were receiving the sort of like the higher end of that education being like going to nursing school but i remember it starts for me back in even like uh elementary school like when you when we got taught like the food pyramid and like the idea that you're meant to eat grains at most like so it's something that starts like really early and like you were saying um you know sometimes it can feel like i can relate to that feeling of feeling like we're, we're, it's a uh, we're up against some big uh we're up against uh some big uh big players here with a lot of backing um and it's like uh it's it's something that's very ingrained into our society isn't it this uh <laughs> yeah. how, how, how we live and eat and an example i i've brought it's like so ingrained into almost like the the school the, just part of your childhood like i remember mm -hmm. like it's so not it's so normal um to like I remember getting up, you know, I would eat like uh, a terrible sugary uh, breakfast, uh, you know, uh, orange juice full of sugar. Um, and, um, and then, you know, um, I just kind of like wonder, wow, like some of us are more sensitive to these foods and like, I don't know, it manifested me, I reached problems earlier, but like you were saying, it seems like everyone, it catches up to everyone at one point or another. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just also thinking back and it's not, it's, it's, it's just like a wide, it's, it's very much like, it's like education. It's yeah, we could call the pharmaceutical industry. Um, and it also just like the, what we call food and like the whole food, I don't even know what to call that big food or something <laughs> like the industry. And uh, that the one, the way I sort of explain that is, is like, when I go into the grocery shopping, I sort of just go in, I get, I get my meat section and I, I'm out and like all this stuff in between is just like, what, what is this stuff? We call this stuff food. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, there's definitely, um, definitely sometimes feel like we're, we're up. I can relate to you that we've got a long road ahead of us. But the thing that gives me confidence is like having these conversations with people like yourself and how simple the message is. Uh, it's it's very simple and i i believe there's power in um simple ideas that are very clear and easy to communicate and really all it boils down to doesn't it is basically like eat meat and drink water um yeah. and we were sort of saying how, how amazing is that and how amazing um simple ideas are right yeah it's been and it's just simplified my life so much you know i used to have to worry about getting the ripe avocados getting good broccoli getting fruit and vegetables that weren't going to go bad in the refrigerator and you know i can't tell you how much food i wasted uh, yeah. eating like that <laughs> and um but now we we just get we've been buying half like a side of beet like half cows Nice. from um, white oak pastures and um we recently got um, a half a hog from them as well Sweet. and that's great we just fill up the freezer with meat and we just have to go to the grocery store to pick up eggs and it's pretty much it nice. <laughs> so yeah. it's just so easy but you know um do your friends and family know about your lifestyle carnivore lifestyle yeah that's something i also like discussing with people so yeah they do um and i i have some friends that like they have no health issues at all and they've sort of become really interested and pretty much gone over to the diet just because they they they, they become really interested and um they they see a lot of benefits in it um even if they weren't like sick or something, they, they've, um, they've had benefits. Um, and then, you know, obviously talking about friends and family, um, that's like, I remember when I first started the diet, I would have like, I'd have, I had some pushback from friends and family with the whole idea of, um, uh, you know, that we're worried for you, like, you know, eating vegetables, uh, it's not, you're not having a balanced diet, you need to have vegetables, something you touched on before about how um, that's something that's very ingrained. It's, it's a myth almost like that you have, you have to have, yeah, your, your, your vegetables and it's something that's been passed down from generation to, to generation. And um, yeah, so I, I, I did come up against that. Um, and 
when I started, so I started also like last year, it was also, I think around the time Sean Baker did his Joe Rogan interview. Um, so I think I was one of those people that also saw some of that stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I was definitely like the sort of like, uh, I felt like in my sort of local community, I, I, I didn't really know anyone else in real life that's uh, tried the carnivore diet. It's just these people on the internet um, and these blogs that I found. Um, yeah, so it's it a great was, community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an awesome community. Yeah, so I was definitely like, very out there you know and I kind of like I in my in my experience I, I didn't even really tell my my doctors or anything I was just like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna try this <laughs> yeah um so yeah it was something I felt like was quite like at the time when I was doing it I felt it felt kind of radical um but like now like looking back I'm like why why didn't I do this sooner um and, and it's interesting because um I'm just sort of looking back, I think maybe for some for some friends and family, I think because like, especially around Christmas time last year, that was like, I was like, wow, this actually works. There's something here. I was talking mm -hmm. about it a lot. Um, and maybe maybe I became a little bit annoying about how much I love this diet. <laughs> but, um, it's kind of just because I see, um, I see a lot of people are in pain and suffering. And yeah. I want to get on top of rooftops and I, I want to scream about it. Um, so me doing this podcast, connecting with people, talking about it, that, that's something that's helped me um, uh, resist the urge to like yell at everyone to, you know, you got to try this. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's really great that you're getting yeah. the message out there doing yeah. this podcast. Thank you. And because yeah. I think it's, uh, it's part of like, it's kind of like, it's our foundation. Like, unless we're feeling well, unless we're doing, yeah. unless we're pain free, like this is kind of like the base level. We, we can't do much more as a society. And this is something Sean Baker touches on. I watched in his, um, uh, one of his recent videos where he talks about, you know, was once, once we're all, once we're feeling better, once we're living without pain, it's kind of like the, the sky's the limit in terms of what we can achieve. As it's true. Yeah. It's so um, true. Yeah. What about you? What's, what's your experience? Well, <laughs> so <laughs> my friends or people on social media know that I follow a ketogenic diet, but I haven't, you know, come out, I guess I'm in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't come out and said like, I only eat meat. You don't yeah. eat vegetables or fruits. But, um, you know, I, my son knows and I'm trying to get him to try it. Um, he could, I really think he could benefit from it. Um, my dad knows and he's actually giving it a try. He just told me yesterday he's just been eating um, like um, hamburger patties and, and bacon. And I'm like, that's awesome. And he said yep. he wants to buy half a cow. So nice. I'm really, <laughs> really excited for him because he has a lot of health problems that um, I think he could benefit um, from this but you know um, so my friends in nursing school they see me eating just um like i'll bring mac some mackerel and like ground beef or leftover steak or something egg yolks and um <clears throat> people always ask me what are you eating <laughs> and i don't know they're all convinced that you know the the education that we received everyone's convinced that you need fruit, lots of fruits and vegetables yeah. and um, you need to eat like every two hours and that's that's what they do and they see me eating that and um, they just seem kind of like why aren't you eating fruits and vegetables yeah. and uh, there's one girl who she she's offered me many times she's like don't you want some of this um, these mandarins these oranges and I'm like um, no thanks yeah. but She's like, I feel so bad for you. You don't yeah. have any And I'm like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't really come out and say, no, you don't need that because yeah, a lot yeah. of people that I know are in the health community and um, they're just so, it's just like ingrained in their brain. Wow. And I, just, I guess I'm not really ready to um, to, to to take that on because it sounds like if it, it's kind of like if you if you kind of come out, it sounds like you basically you have to be prepared to go into like a debate mode, basically. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's already stressful enough, and I'm yeah, 
At some point, I think I'll, I'll get there, but uh, not, not quite yet. <laughs> I, I, no, I understand completely. Focus on those exams and that's like yeah. the, the main point now. And once, once yeah. you get through that, you will, you know, you'll be ready to take on all those debates and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I, I agree with you 100% about like uh, how um, it's kind of like people are like this, this question of like, uh, it's almost like I, the one I've had is like how like sugar they're like what about because like you'll be in like some family gathering or something and like the, when the cake comes out that's a, that's a huge deal right <laughs> and for me it's interesting it's kind of like well if you if you're so if everyone's so like hungry for the cake that means the stuff that we ate before that why are we even eating that like what's the point that hasn't like um uh satiated us it hasn't like it wasn't satisfying, obviously, because right. for me, when I have my steak, I'm like, I'm satisfied, right? Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not hungry for a cake. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Um, um, and so, yeah, that, that's the thing. I'd kind of like, how do you feel about um, like that? That that's probably the thing that comes up for me a lot is like, how would you, how do you, how do you live basically without, you know, chocolate, sugar, sugary stuff? Um, and that that to me just says like how like sugar addicted we are as a mm -hmm. as a society and um it's also like a, a, a thing that i also bring up is like uh something's changed in my mind where like i, I remember i understand like the the like uh why people like like fast foods uh, sugary foods um but it's like something has changed in my mind where you know what makes me what makes my mouth water now is like an image of like a juicy fatty steak um, mm -hmm. that's that, that's also something there's also that's probably another part of the mind gut connection um but yeah um it's interesting how um so much so much of our so much of our life's changes and like it, it it's it's a lifestyle isn't it um and the social aspect is a major part of um, the carnival lifestyle, I think. Um, yeah. And it, it might also, it's crazy, and I've sort of talked to this about with my previous guest, it's kind of crazy that it, it's so powerful that it might actually show you who, who are your real friends and who aren't. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't really have any desire to eat any anything that's not... Um, you know, animal products because of how I feel whenever I do. And um, <clears throat> it's just, I don't know, I just feel so much better. Oh, I, I didn't mention that about my allergies. So my whole life I've had like severe allergies. Um, I'm allergic to cats, dogs. I have three dogs, but um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I had a, an allergy skin test on my back once and just the whole thing ended up being um, a huge welt. So I'm allergic to a lot of things. And um, I think a lot of that had to do with the leaky gut. And yeah. it is healing because this is the first time ever in my life that my allergies have been relieved. Um, <clears throat> there's pollen on everything right now. And I haven't had allergies. Um, so I, I normally take a Zyrtec and Singular yep. and asthma medication, but it helps with allergies as well. But if I don't take, normally if I don't take one of those, then um, I am, I'm, I'm miserable. Um, <clears throat> my skin, my eyes are so itchy. They get very swollen. Um, my skin, I get hives, but um, I haven't had any of that in the past several months. And wow. I've actually, I actually cut down, I cut my Zyrtec in half now and I cut my, um, add my um, singular the asthma medication in half and I'm doing great no problems and it's unbelievable um, my husband is he's sneezing and like he's got a severe hay fever yeah but I'm fine wow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow that's that's incredible and um, <laughs> yeah it, it, it's kind of like it sounds like you're just having a lot of discoveries aren't you with like oh, yes. different, like, <laughs> different like aspects of your life that's improving and it's kind of mm -hmm. same for me and like the things that i i kind of i didn't even realize for me was like uh yeah um mentally mental clarity mm -hmm. um being able to express myself better because of that um 
uh, having a lot more energy. So, and then with that, you know, I joined the gym, actually enjoyed going to the gym. Um, and just like, yeah, like, and that all comes back to like, uh, I feel like the diets helped me have a better relationship and connection with, um, with my body. Um, and yeah, it's really amazing. Um, speaking of your dogs, um, have you, have I know some people in the community, they talk like where they, they get their dogs more into like a carnivore based food. Most dogs are basically carnivores, but maybe um, um, it'd be interesting to see. Um, I don't know if, 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 have you experimented with changing their diet at all or if you got anything to say about that? Actually, when I was still vegetarian, uh, my dogs did have some digestive issues. I was feeding them kibble. It was grain free, but it was still kibble and it had like um, chickpeas and things like that in it. Okay. But, you know, I started reading about a, a dog's natural diet and I decided to start uh, making their, making their food. So I started on the, started them on raw uh, meat diet, but also I added in some vegetables. Um, <clears throat> Eventually, I cut those out, and um, now they're just, um, they eat raw, raw meat wow. and, and bones and organs, and they are doing great. Um, one dog is nine, and she has the energy of a puppy. Another one's seven, and he's, he's doing great as well. But, and the other one, yeah, I don't know how old she is because she's a, she was a rescue, but uh, she's, they're all, they all have great energy and good health. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it, it kind of reminds me because a lot of people like sometimes you hear the bring up, it's kind of like the, the sort of like the evolutionary aspect of this diet. It's kind of like uh, what we what we used to eat, isn't it? Um, mm -hmm. as, as human beings, there's like the hunter gatherer sort of sense. And that's probably where um, at, at that sort of stage where probably as human beings in our relationship to dogs probably started, they were probably like our sort of... Um, fellow hunters right and obviously yeah. they would have um like they would have ate shared whatever we hunted down with them so it, it makes sense that um you know they um their their sort of systems have just like us as we've evolved um and this is what kept us healthy for a long time it's only in probably the last century or a couple of hundred mm -hmm. years that we've uh sort of changed with like the in industrialization and sort of like uh yeah yeah the way sure that we eat has changed yeah yeah exactly um so yeah that that's another interesting thing yeah but thank you so much for coming on i feel like we've uh we've touched on a lot of things your story is amazing really appreciate that you shared that is there anything else at all that you'd like to share or touch on um yeah um. Um, you happy? <laughs> awesome. No, that's good. I just wanted to, I just wanted to give you an opportunity if there's anything else that we've missed. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, uh, if you wanted to share, um, how people could get in touch with you, your Instagram or something, um, that'd be oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Instagram at eat, meat, lift weights. Cool. And, um, yeah. Well, I should mention that, uh, you know, since I have been eating this way, more protein, uh, carnivore diet, uh, I, I'm just getting stronger and stronger. Uh, it's making, for me, impressive uh, progress in yeah. the gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm home gym, so I still get to work out. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Eat, eat meat, lift weights. I like that. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.